to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline. I'm here with Coach Valerie. Uh, Coach, how you been doing? You had a little bit of a cold, didn't you? Yeah, so you might hear it in my voice. <laughs> yeah, so we took the Thanksgiving um, time off. We took the last couple of weeks off. We put out for you guys a couple of replays of two of our very best um, podcasts that we've had a lot of good response on. One was on shoes, because we always get asked what shoes you should wear. And then we also did um, one on for training for a marathon. So we put that one out there as a replay. So today might sound a little bit different. Valerie's in her home studio that she's just created. So it's going to sound a little different. And I'm in a new home and I'm using a different set of headphones. So this video might sound, or actually it's an audio for you guys, is going to sound a little bit different. But we're testing something for 2024. Right now, we're not going to put up the video for this because this is the first time we've done it. But our plan is in 2024 that these podcasts, which are now also going to be on YouTube, will also be video podcasts. So when we talk about movement, what you don't realize is Valerie and I, when we're actually talking to each other, are actually standing up, we're squatting, we're moving. You can't always tell, but if we were actually even sitting in a Starbucks together, she'd be standing up like uh, putting her, her, her hands in her, <laughs> above her head or, or doing some movement. So we really wanted to start to share that with you guys, especially on YouTube. So uh, this will still be on all of the audio channels. You'll still have access to it on any place you listen to your podcast, but if we're ever talking about something or where I'm describing something for our listening audience, please know that you can actually go to YouTube and Rumble to watch the videos starting January of these uh, conversations that we're having. So we can actually kind of do a little bit more interaction and you can see both Valerie and I in our movements. But that being said, uh, we just came off of an entire month, a separate month of strength movements with our members, which was the first time we've ever done this. This was a little bit more than just our normal strength for uh, the runner. It was really, we, we called it body weight to barbells. They're not at barbells yet. Uh, we're going to move them throughout the year. So if at any time you join us, you can start in this body weight uh, that we just did. So if you did join us, say in December or January, you'd be able to go back and watch what we did in November to get you rolling. But Valerie, we were talking about what did you find that the um, that they were doing with the movement as they were going through it? Really good things. Well, one, I really I asked everyone to kind of pretend like they've never, you know, heard other uh, strength cues, maybe or programming. And I just said, just show me, you know, like we started with like say squats, like that was our first movement, right? And just body weight, guys. We we had, you know, I laugh now that people kept asking for strength training, and so I said, well, let's just all get a PVC pipe to start with. And then if you've got a set of dumbbells, bring a set of dumbbells. So it was it was wild to see. I had everybody show me their squat to just start with. And everybody looks, you know, very different. And it's interesting because we talk about how some movements have standards. And squatting is definitely a movement that has a standard, which is accepted and what the squat should look like. 
And it goes back to awareness. Like uh, several people thought they were doing one thing, but then their body was doing something different. And it was just a really clear um, way to help people. One, check, check in on how the movement not only should look, guys, but how it should feel. And this is interesting because, you know, people will say, oh, we'll just do, you know, five sets of 10 squats. Well, what does that even mean? You know, what, what is the squat? And I, <laughs> I do this with every movement, right, especially with running. But so it was really great to be able to break down. And so then if someone had issues with the squat, so, for example, several people had uh, limited mobility in their ankles and in their hips, and that caused them to really see that when you have limited range of movement in your joints, you cannot hold the correct position for whatever the position may be. So the same issues are facing when they squat, they're going to see that in there. We see that in their running. And the best part is, as you correct it for your squat, it corrects for your run. You know, you know, right? Just, just the thought itself as right. well, I do squats. If you said to someone, well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a runner and I do squats, nobody questions it. Okay, whatever, right? Um, right. However, what if your movement isn't great? Well, then you've got a chance um, kind of an injury from the squat movement just as you would any other movement, right? Like running or anything else. So the best part was because the strength training you can modify, I was able to get everybody to feel what the squat should feel like no matter their limitation. Even if you have tight hips, tight ankles, tight shoulders, so what? Here's where you can be. Because uh, several, I had uh, one woman tell me that her doctor basically said, you should never do squats. Yeah. Well, I mean, she has to get up yeah. and down in the chair, right? And so- you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And, and guys, I get it. You know, I'm sure what he meant is maybe you shouldn't do squats, you know, with weight or heavy, but that's kind of what comes across as the doctor will say, well, what hurts? And you say, this hurts. And they say, well, then don't do that. And our mindset isn't that way. Ours is, okay, let's figure out one and why you're having pain while you do that. So we can help you so you can do the movement and everything has a modification. Right. You know, same with push-ups. How many women can just knock out push-ups? Right. Almost none. And yet push-ups are in so many programs. And I love push-ups. I'm nothing against them. I teach people how to do what's called an unweighted push-up where they start on the ground and they unweigh their body and they use their own body weight and it's empowering. Because instead of feeling like I can't do a push-up, I'm not strong enough, you feel how strong your body is. Most women, guys, it's not a lack of strength. You've got tons of strength. It's being able to apply it. And, you know, trying to do, a, say, a push-up with just your one muscle. Because that's the other thing we, we learn. It's not one muscle. Everyone's like, I'm trying, yeah. to just do I'm trying to only use my chest and the back of my arm. Well, that is going to be a struggle. But if you start realizing that your whole body is always working, there might be primary movers, but you start working with all of your body weight, it's it's exciting to see, like I was excited to see the, the change, not just in their movement, but in their attitude to the movement. That's that's what I always found so, so enlightening in working with you, especially on these different topics. Like push-ups is a great example because you know as a woman I was always taught it well start on your knees and then what you start realizing is without 
without meaning to, like you said, you don't realize you're doing it all the time until a coach spots you and mentions it. You know, you'll, you'll hunch over your neck or you'll crinch up your shoulders and you're not doing it right. And the point, what they're trying to do is like you said, lessen the amount of my body weight that's on my, my arms at the time. But by doing it that way, I'm actually causing more problems. Same with uh, bicycle sit-ups. I love the bicycle sit-ups where you uh, have your hands behind your, behind your head. Like you'd never ride a bike that way. And when you explain to me that, no, put your head, you know, just let it lay on the ground. The idea is to, you know, it's, it's working your core, not cranking on my neck, right? These small little things that I feel like, I feel like we almost were raised through a time of um, where we started learning when, when you and I were younger, we learned uh, how to do movement through talking through a can and a string, right? Because we learned these kind of ways to do it. And then we went through this whole phase where, oh, sit-ups are bad. I remember going through yeah. that whole thing that you shouldn't do sit-ups. Sit-ups are bad for you. And you shouldn't do these things and all the stuff you shouldn't do. And now we're like coming back through and I feel like I've relearned it again. And it's like, no, push-ups are fine. Sit-ups are fine. Uh, squats are fine. But you have to do the movement correctly or right. modify if you have these limitations because it's when you don't modify that they become quote-unquote bad which which I find like just really fascinating how we've evolved in this way and like we're coming back into this proper way of doing movement as as a as a culture almost sure and a lot of it by the way is just like everything else so many people were getting injured <laughs> it led into a, a new movement cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's, it's just like right now, pickleball is so popular. Yeah. So now, <laughs> now, the, now there's just a ton of ankle injuries and calf injuries, you know, because of the, the playing of the pickleball. And to me, it's really similar, by the way, with the running. Um, that same thing. It's like too much, too soon, not enough, um, you know, self-care or strength. As a, as a foundation or base. And that's the other thing we saw with our runners is that, you know, we're runners and our runners are really runners. And so they, again, strength training sometimes is seen as like, I don't have time for it. I don't want to get big. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing, which was really, and the other fun thing guys was um, we did live Zooms. So I was able to correct them in real time, which is really fun. But also I had them just like hanging out like we were in the weight room together. Like there was no urgency. This is the right. challenge too. Like so many, um, a lot of times runners will treat their running cross strength, like their strength workout. You don't have to put your, your every strength workout on the time. You know, sometimes that's fun too, but this was a great way to just focus on the movement. Like we were just learning the squat or learning the push-up. We learned the lunges. And breaking those down, like when's the last time you did that? You know, a lot right. of times if we go to an exercise class or follow an app or whatever it is, they'll show you, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great instruction out there, but really breaking it down just to like the basics and following like we found our glutes and we found our center. And that's, again, to me, that's always so empowering because you're reconnecting with your own body. So then when you can translate that, to the running, because this is the challenge I always tell people, when we do strength training, we can talk about body parts, right? And in the context of the whole body. And I can help you feel like, yes, the glute is the primary mover. 
but really stay in your feet, you know, whatever the movement is. When running, we have to let go of all that, you know, because we don't want to use as minimal muscle as possible. We want to barely be on the ground. And what you'll find what's so interesting is using strength training helps you to do that for running. You know, and it unfortunately doesn't work the other way. Like the running doesn't help you with that in strength training, but the strength does help you with that in running. That, that's really important. So um, wanted to let you guys know again that you can come into the immersion at any time. Uh, as I said, we will be taking um, these into a more video format podcast. And you'll see those on our YouTube channel and we'll be putting it up, the videos up to Rumble. We're going to be doing more with Rumble. We're just trying to open up our reach, everybody. If you are a, um, an ex-user, formerly known as Twitter, uh, we're we're getting more on to, to uh, X and that platform, doing more things there. Of course, our Instagram and our Facebook. And we really hope that 2024 is the year that you become part of our community and basically ask us questions questions let us know if you've tried some strength training maybe you're interested in doing more of work with us and we would love to have you so we hope you will join us in 2024 thanks guys thank you for joining us on the run rx podcast if you'd like to know more join us at www.runrx.fit And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 